So. Are you all set? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm so relaxed already. <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and calm the light and begin and see how things unfold. So if you're not already comfortable, just go ahead and let your body just move into a receptive, relaxed position. And so just now begin to go within, bringing your attention up to the spiritualized center, allowing your indwelling spirit to come awake and aware so that you wake up and come into the awareness and the knowing of the movement of loving as it moves in you and through you at this time. Simply just pay attention and allow this light of loving to now fill your consciousness. Just relax and open to receive God's divine presence as it begins to move through you. And as it moves through you, just allow this loving spirit to bring balance, alignment, peace and healing to all levels within you and around you, that your aura may be cleansed, that your physical body may come to rest. And just allow your mind and emotions to come quiet and peaceful, receptive and open, so that the spirit may live and breathe you. And so, Lord God, as we do open to receive, we do ask that your loving light and sound fill us to overflowing, bringing your peace, your joy, your Christmas spirit into us fully lifting us and loving us back into that divine knowing of who we are in you and you in us. And Lord, we are open to receive your blessings as you wish to bring them forth at this time, assisting us in this path of awakening, this path of knowing, this path that truly is the living, loving, that is our life, that is you. And for all your blessings and all that we receive, we are forever, forever grateful, always holding the door open and inviting your loving presence to walk with us, to walk in us, and to be us. And so let's just now begin chanting the Anahu out loud. Let's take in a deep breath and on the exhale we'll begin. Anahu. 
So just continue chanting the Anahu inwardly. As you continue to draw your attention to the spiritual eye, holding, chanting, ever watching and listening to the movement of God's loving as it moves in you and through you, lifting you and loving you back into the divine. So as you continue chanting, just now begin to look up above. And as you look up, begin to become aware of a divine river of love flowing from high above, right down into your physical body. And simply open and become aware of the flow of this river. And as you allow this river to flow into you and through you, just now allow your soul to detach from the physical body and begin to travel upwards up this river of life, this river of loving. Just allow your soul to gently lift 
and float ever upwards towards the very source from which this river comes. And so as you continue to chant, just allow yourself to be lifted in this river of love, allowing yourself to fly freely like the white dove, for this is God's Holy Spirit lifting your soul back to its very source, back to the Creator. So simply allow this action to take place. Simply let go and let God's loving lift you back into the oneness and the purity that is God's loving.
And so now, just allow your soul to begin to merge into the oneness and the essence of this Holy Spirit, allowing this expansion to fill you And as this fills you, allow your individuality to merge into the oneness and the knowing of the oneness of all. And in this oneness, simply know thyself and know thyself that is all. And in this oneness, simply allow yourself to be. And in the beingness, experience the oneness and the loving of all that is. So just simply be and experience. It is in this oneness that the Christ is born. 
So let the Christ that you are be born at this time of Christ Mass. And as it is born, allow your consciousness to awaken with this birth, coming into the full knowing of the Christ that you are, the divine child of God. And as this birthing takes place, allow this light to come forth, to shine brightly, to let the song of love live in you and through you, radiating your light and sound from your very beingness, so that all may see and that all may hear, that they may too awaken and come into the knowing of the Christ that they are. So let the Christ live fully in you and as you. So bring it forward to live in it in the here and now, in every moment, from moment to moment, being present with the Christ that you are on every level of expression and every level of awareness. Let the Christ that you are shine and sing its song of love for all to see and all to hear. This is simply your divine beingness. It is who you are. So simply let it be. And let yourself experience this divine child that you truly are. So now let this divine beingness fill you with loving. And in this loving, let your awareness awaken once again on all levels in your divine knowingness. And as this continues to awaken, simply allow this awareness and beingness to live and become present in the physical body here and now, keeping awake and aware, letting this divine child live in you and through you, radiating its essence, its essence of loving, living in you and as you. And so now just let this be in this, settle back into the spiritualized center, allowing your divine soul to once again come to rest in the physical level, awake and aware, spiritually radiating the divine source of light and loving. And as you're ready, you can open your eyes, just letting the loving shine in its fullness and its brightness and its oneness. And we'll read something from Rumi. 
Love means to reach for the sky and with every breath to tear a hundred veils. Love means to step away from the ego, to open the eyes of inner vision and not to take this world so seriously. Congratulations, dear heart. You have joined the circle of lovers. Tell me in your own words, when did all this throbbing begin? I was absorbed in my work in this world, but I never lost my longing for home. One day, exhausted with no strength left, I was lifted suddenly by the grace of love to describe this mystery. There are no words. With every word, you break my heart. You see my story written in blood on my face. Why do you ignore it? Do you have a heart of stone? So, just to kind of bring everybody up to snuff, because um, I don't know if everybody was aware of my little adventure this last month and especially the last week. Um, you know, one, most of you know I had the knee surgery and that's all been real good and, and everything. And then during a process as well, they had found a, a lump on my thyroid and um, turned out it was a tumor and they wanted to take that out. To do that, they needed to take my thyroid out as well. So last week I had my thyroid taken out, and I'm doing real good. That was last Wednesday, and uh, there's no cancer, so I'm pretty much done with the treatment. I just have to get the stitches out and then get my hormones regulated uh, pharmaceutically once uh, I get to a certain point where they can begin to do that right. So I'm feeling real good. I'm kind of energetically up and down, <laughs> uh, both from the anesthetic and the uh, lack of my body making thyroid and, and just taking a very small dose right now. So um, uh, I made a commitment to at least take a month off, maybe a month and a half, and do very little. I'll be doing the Tuesday night classes when Brian and I are in town, uh, but otherwise I'm not going to really be doing very much of anything for the next month to a month and a half. Just kind of rebuild, regroup, take good care of myself, and, um, and honor me first. And it's so interesting because some time ago uh, in a sharing, I was, I guess it was in 1999. January 4th, 2000. 2000. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. <laughs> and uh, that's when the consciousness for counseling was lifted from me and given to Brian. And at that time, I was sharing about how um, I was going to be taking care of myself more. Well, I hadn't really lived up to the fullness of that. And, um, and if anything, spirits come forward now and said, now's the time that you're going to be doing that. So I'm redesigning how I'm going to be doing things within my life and within ILM so that I do take good care of myself. And um, we'll be putting more information out probably in a newsletter uh, article or whatever. But I'll share a little bit just so that you'll be aware of what I'm looking at and doing, what we're doing in ILM. And, um, uh, and it'll help us to even clarify a little bit more as, as we talk about it, just to share it with you a little bit. Uh, since I was 18 years old, I've done counselings, all kinds of counselings, personal counselings, financial counselings, ministerial counselings, spiritual counselings, relationship counselings, um, crying my shoulder counselling, whatever it was, it was just different each time. And yet, 
it was always the same because the Holy Spirit was always present. And so in that sameness was a quality of uniqueness because the joy of the Spirit was there for each individual and the story that the Spirit shared for each individual was very unique and very different. And so it really kept it fresh and alive for me. I really have enjoyed always doing that all these years. And then in 99 when they told me that I was going to be stopping and then the counseling energy went to Brian, I, um, I, honored, it, I honored it for quite a while, but then I slowly slipped back into, well, I can do that one. Well, I'll take on that one. I'll handle that one. And uh, before long, I was not as busy as I had been in the past by any means, but I was doing it. I was doing his counselings and, and tying up my energy and my time in an old pattern, in an old way. And, you know, I've always said, spirit whispers in your ear, taps you on the shoulder, and then hits you over the head with a two-by-four. Well, they hit me in the throat. <laughs> Not really, but this, is, this has been a, a call for me to step forward and to pay attention to what am I doing, why am I doing what I'm doing, remember what they told you, and follow the new steps forward. Don't do the old. So uh, Brian and I and, and Laura and all of us in ILM have been talking and uh, what we're going to be doing is uh, no longer are we going to be doing counselings in ILM. We will be doing uh, spiritual interviews and sharings and that means that we will be talking to people that are interested uh, in finding out about spiritual paths, about initiation. We'll be talking to intended initiates those are people that have written letters of intention for initiation and to initiates. And we're not going to be taking on counselings. Uh, so if people call and say, well, I want to talk about this or that, we're really not going to be doing that. Uh, we are going to be focusing on spirit now, on meditation, on the practice of meditation, on spiritual awakening, on inner experience and sharing with people about that. And, and that's how we're going to move forward because this is really a path of inner, inner awakening and personal growth, personal awareness and awakening through your experience. And we will be here to support you in your personal journey, but we are not going to be ones who are going to be counselors for you on that journey so much other than for the spiritual journey. The, the physical part of your lives are there for you to experience and to discover, how do I do this? How do I make this work? What is this about? And if you get the tapes and listen to them, a lot of the tapes have very good information about just the information you might be looking for, as well as the books. And I'm going to be spending my time in doing spiritual interviews with intended initiates, with initiates and with seekers, and then I'm also going to be writing. I'm going to be doing some more writing and putting materials together for another book as well as doing other things that I've gotten inside to do. So my focus has really clarified a great deal over the last few days as I've been really meditating in my exhaustion. <laughs> I can't get up and go do anything, so I just sit there and meditate. And all this information has been coming real clear, very, very clear. And, um, you know, we'll be glad to listen uh, with you if, if we have time to listen to your personal challenges in life and all. But in truth, we're not going to be doing the counselings anymore. 
uh, we're not going to be doing the psychic work, uh, and we're not going to be doing so much personal uh, development and growth. We're going to be doing spiritual journey. So if you have any questions on any of that, raise your hand right now so we can clarify it, just so you'll, you know, maybe it'll help us clarify how we want to share it too. Mm-hmm. Can we do the you want to bring a mic? By the way, we turned the thermostats down to 55. All it's the way. not working. <laughs> they must have the heat just pumped up because it's going to get so cold tonight. I guess to save pipes or I don't know what. So. Uh, Jim, were you saying that if we have... Um need of support or question about spiritual experience or spiritual growth, uh, you might be available, but not as a physical, everyday life questions. Right. So you are, uh, ILM is available for for those kinds of confirmations or... or right, if you want to call and talk about your inner experience of meditation or dreams, We'll go over some of that with you. But even in dreams, we ask you to really work with your dreams first and begin to learn how to interpret them. We will share with you periodically if uh, we're in a session with you to, to go over a couple of things. But mostly it's going to be clarifying about the inner journey, about your meditation, and about your experiences in meditation. Most people over the years have gotten used to calling for a lot of personal problems. And so most of our counselors were dealing with that really than more so about the spirit. But, you know, last few years we've been slowly moving more and more towards spiritual counselings more so. Um, so it's just kind of another level of going into that more fully. You know, really this started um, when Jim announced doing initiations. So that's really now, that's really the priority here in Inner Light Ministries is really on the spirit rather than all the personal level things. But the nice thing is when we really begin to live the spirit and really focus on that as a priority, and this is part of the reason why we're doing this in ILM, that as we really make that our priority in ILM, it just has a wonderful effect of just transferring through to everybody who comes to ILM events. So we know how that works. So, But it's up to us to make a greater commitment and focus and a priority on the spirit. And truly, as we place God first, all else shall be added unto you. And as you do that in your own lives, and now that's what we're doing more and more in our focus with NILM, is more so just on the spirit, that when you really do that more so in your life, that spirit will work in you and through you and really bring you into the greater inner experience and also the outer balance. Because when you're really walking this path, spirit will really bring you through your karmas to get your freedom. And that's what we're here to do in Inner Light Ministries, more so than we've ever done before. And so we're really being called to hold to that more on, you know, a spiritual level, but on a practical level, health-wise, it's, <laughs> it's a lot, you know, to really do a lot of just personal um, counseling. So we're being called to really give the priority now to holding the spirit. And again, like on a lot of the tapes, the books, and even our workshops we do, we give a lot of practical keys of how to live the spirit, but also in very practical ways of how you can handle personal things in a spiritual way. Just like our workshops, they work in with spirit and relationships. We talk about communication in there. 
how to work with that in loving. We talk about loving, acceptance, forgiveness, how to work it inside of you, and even how to share that with others around you. So we'll still give keys of how to do that personally, you know, through our talks, through the workshops and all. So you'll still be getting techniques. But in a way now, we're really giving you more responsibility to really begin to work with the techniques to really to discover. And, you know, when you really work with something, you'll get the benefit of it. It goes a lot further than just listening to it or counseling about it, but really doing something with it. So we're going to really, you know, put more of an effort or energy on our part into really sharing in that way, but also supporting and encouraging you to really begin to find ways to really live these things in your life, maybe even in a greater way than what you've been doing, or just to continue supporting you if you've been living it in a wonderful way already, just however that looks. So in a way, it's really kind of upping. We're kind of upgrading in a way. But then it really calls us all forward to take a greater responsibility to live the spirit in a fuller way than maybe we have before, which to me is wonderful. It's really funny because there's several people that I've been counseling over the years. And as soon as I started sharing with them and stopped doing the regular counseling that I've been doing with them, all the things we were talking about that they wanted different in their lives that weren't happening, as soon as I said, okay, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it anymore, guess what happened? They finally did all those action steps and their lives all of a sudden are changing because now they can't just come and talk about it anymore, but now they're having to do and take action with that. And now they're getting all the benefits and results. So now I'm hearing back from all these people going, oh my God, all these wonderful things are going on. So that taught me a lot in what we're talking about now is to really focus more where we're focusing now and that is you really begin to do the things and not just talk about them is where you're going to really experience the greater fullness of why you're really here anyway. So already in the very beginning of this, you know, we're already seeing wonderful things happen for people as we all move forward. Because it's not just, it's Jim and I moving forward and all of us here, but it's all of us moving forward together is what's really going on. And a lot of wonderful things are already beginning to unfold. So we're just putting words on that to help clarify, to help encourage, to help inspire, but to also help give direction so that you not only understand where we're coming from and what we're doing, but in that you can also begin to understand where you're coming from and what you're doing. And that's the nice thing that takes place in sharing like this, like what we're doing here this evening. A lot of wonderful things are already taking place and so we just want to keep supporting that and moving in that way. Uh, is it uh, um, routine people have uh, uh, spiritual checkups with, uh, with you who are in this uh, spiritual uh, path? I know in the writing there's listed, you know, to, to check in and write letters and such. But uh, is there a um, pattern of like a, a routine spiritual brush-up or something, or is it on call? The way it works is really it's your responsibility to do the meditation. That's the key, is to do the meditation. There's no, this is really about the spirit of who you are, and that has nothing to do truly with the physical level. It's the spirit of who you are, but because we're in a, the spirit's in the physical body, we deal with all the physical. But really it's about the spirit and it's called go inside. And in that, you'll really get everything you need. But then how that will look physically as far as like checkups, 
I, I wasn't like meaning uh, physical checkups. I meant uh, the spiritual inside. Yeah, because that, that's what we're here to really support. And then, but there are times where there is a movement from spirit to physically do something or participate. That's why we're saying we're not going to ever say, sorry, we're not going to see you again on a personal, individual level. No, we're not saying that. We're just trying to guide and give priority to what we're really doing with our focus. So no, we'll, we'll still see you individually and work with you. Um, you know, so there's still going to be a communication. We're just trying to define things um, in a more specific way with really what our purpose, if you will, in ILM is and all that. Does that make sense? Thank you. So we have no regular structure or ongoing checkup. It's really between you and God. So, but we're here to support that, with to support you in that, so that we can do our part in supporting you to really go inside and have your spiritual checkup with God. So also, not, a part of what's going on is for me, I have a lot more inner work to do than I've ever had. Not just for myself and my meditation, but also for those that are being initiated and that are initiates. And in that inner work, I've got to spend more time in meditation. And that means I've got to take less time in an outer focus of action, such as in counseling. And so uh, they've really laid it out very clearly that this is just what I'm to do. If I'm going to support the inner worlds, the inner action, the inner pathway, then I have to go inside and, and support it and do the work that I need to do inside. And so it's not that we're abandoning you. If anything, we're supporting you in a greater way than ever before. And it's more like the parent finally saying, get out, go do this yourself, figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> and, but it's done out of loving. It's not done out of uh, anything else but loving to allow the spirit to fully mature and come into its own. But hopefully that can happen for each of us too, and then uh, your input will help at the point of growth where any of us might be, spiritually. Yes. So many people ask, you know, what can they do to help us? What could they do to support us? What could they do? If you will do your meditation, you have done it all. That's the best way you can support us, because if you do your meditation, then one thing, if you're doing that, I don't have as much work inside to do. Neither does Brian. So then we are freed up a little bit more. But if you're not doing your work, then there is that element of the Holy Spirit having to work with you on the inner levels through a physical body, and so it's going to do it this way. So if you really want to help us, it isn't necessarily about vacuuming here or lighting candles or or coming over to the house and doing things. It's about meditation. If you really will do your meditation every day with loving, with gratitude, with vulnerability, you will have done so much for us. You will support us in such great ways. And you'll see the reward of it because you'll see us coming into a greater fulfillment ourselves as you come into that yourself. So if you really want to support us, and you want to volunteer yourself to, to do work in ILM? Meditate. <laughs> That's good work. <laughs> yes, Vigil? But also, you guys, 
We'll keep having gatherings and workshops. There'll be lots. We'll be we're doing more and more Q and A's. Yeah. So we'll still be getting time together like that too, because it is important for us to do that, and that's why we want to let you know that it's just hard to do it all one to one when there's a lot more people. But in a group gathering, it's a lot easier to do questions like that, and then we all benefit as well. So it's just it's just on a practical level, it just works better that way as well. Well, I, I guess I just wanted to say, I was going to say something else, but I was going to say this first now, is that uh, I know that we all, I could probably speak for myself and others, that we all will support you. And I, that sounds like a great idea, I mean, to do more time inward, because that's where I find more inner reflection. And from my own personal experience, you know, Jim, I've seen you a few times, and I had made an appointment a while back, and then it, it got canceled because of the surgery and all that. And what I found out was, you know, all this started going on. I go, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? You know, look at this. All this just popped up, you know. But, hey, you know, all I had to do was just, like, you know, sit back, wait. And there's, like, a movement to it all. And it all just kind of started falling into place. It goes, hey, you know what, Vichel? I'm not supposed to go do what I thought I was supposed to go do. And all, you know, and all these little things kind of start finding their place. I think it's kind of like when you, you were talking earlier that, well, if somebody does something for somebody all the time, they kind of get used to them helping them out. But like you said, there is so much in the tapes and the, the CDs uh, that the answers are there. And if you go inwardly and meditate and ask for that, then it's given to you. And, and it does rise you to a higher level. And a lot of times when I would want to go see a gym, I just kind of wait. And everything does seem to fall into place. And I do find the answers. And a lot of it's through my dreams and symbology and you know, and it, so I just. Let me ask you this. How many of you would rather have the experience like we're having now physically, but on a spiritual level, and you're just as present and aware, but you know you're in spirit rather than a physical? Would anybody rather have that on that level like that? It really goes on, you guys, but it's through the meditation. You really can have those, and some of you are having those, but it's really through the meditation. When I started doing this path, Fifteen years ago, I remember when I first started having that experience on inner levels. Oh my God, it's just absolutely amazing. I mean, this is wonderful, I think, physically. But when you start having the experience on other levels, spiritually, it, it just, it just way blows, it blows away the physical level experience. And so if anything, we're supporting and encouraging you to really go for that even more so now. And so hopefully this will really if anything, be a support and inspiration to really go for the inner even more so, so that you really have that experience, so that you know that for yourself. Because then, it's way beyond the physical words. Believe me, the inner experience that we talk about here physically is so way beyond you know, the, the words and even the nice feelings we have while we're here together. Do you want to pass the mic back? I often uh, come very close to having these out-of-body experiences that we've talked about. Um, but I am not aware of uh, when we're working together, say if me and Jim are working together uh, uh, in spirit level. Uh, is that something that I won't know until you go out-of-body? Or is that something that you just uh, become knowing of it, but uh, maybe not being able to see it? 
it's different for everyone. It may be until you get out of body you really won't know it, but you may still sense it or feel it in some way. You may feel the support, you may feel the loving, you may feel uh, some sort of an element of divine intervention taking place at times, and that may be the way you know it. Um, it's just going to be different for everyone. A lot of people do sense the spirit of loving present in their lives and beginning to, to, to bring peace uh, to their daily life and to their daily journey. And that's one way that it shows up. Is that you, though, or is that just my it's journey? It's really the Holy Spirit. It's really the Holy Spirit. I am just an instrument in the world where the Holy Spirit can anchor itself and do the work in the world with those disciples that it wants to work with. It's not me, it's the Holy Spirit. But it will feel like me, it will look like me, because that way you will take it in, you will participate with it in a way that you might not otherwise. Because it's comfortable, it's familiar. I know this, I've heard this, I know this voice. And so you'll take it in. If it was a stranger, if it was a strange energy that you weren't really familiar with as yet, you might push it away thinking, well, I don't know what that is. I better not let this in. So that's why it's, there's always a physical body in the world where the Holy Spirit can anchor itself, share itself, live in and through, and touch the disciples uh, in that way. And then, as you begin to get a body, then you begin to have more direct experience with the Holy Spirit over time as well. Thank you. That's a good question. Um, say it's on. Uh, Jim, is it, I've been having a lot of experiences lately, both in um, meditation and in dreams, where I've been in classrooms a lot. I mean, it, it, a lot of my life it's been there, but it's really increased lately. But when I come out of it, I don't always know how to interpret it. Or it's, I mean, sometimes it's really it's that strange kind of dreaming thing. I mean, sometimes it's with MSA stuff, and sometimes you guys are there. And there was one really weird when I was in an MSA class, but JR looked like Fabio. You know, and it's like, you know, <laughs> when you come out of this, this part of you thinks, well, that was just bizarre. What is that? And, I mean, does it even matter if we it, interpret this yeah. after it's over? I mean, I know the action of spirits working, and I know I'm growing. I know that there's evolution going on, but sometimes it's just weird, you know, it's like, I can't explain it, it just seems very dreamlike or... Sometimes know. the information relates to other levels of consciousness or other realms and not this one. So you're not going to be able to bring it down and interpret it to mean anything down here. It's really something about another level, another realm, another experience on another level of existence. And so just, you know, check it off and say, uh, I don't understand what that is, but I'll accept that this happened and, and go on from there. And maybe six years from then, all of a sudden something will happen and everything will line up inside and all of a sudden something emotionally, mentally, and physically will line up and you'll go, oh God, I had an experience about this in, in my dreams. Let me go back and find it. And then you'll understand it. Well, it's, you know, I'm not worried about it. It's not stopping me, but it's just like I don't seem to have the translation to where you have inner experiences. You can talk about them as if it's something, you know, as if I'm touching this chair and I come back and I know that something has happened and I can feel the movement, but it's a lot of times it's that weird kind of dream thing, you know, it's like, I always love that commercial where the person's like, and my wife, and 
eyes sitting having tea with Cornelius from Planet of the Apes. You know, it's like, it's like this weird, strange juxtaposition thing. So I'm really not letting it inhibit me, but... Be grateful for the experience and just move forward. Okay. And if you really are to know what it means, it, the information will come with it. So you the dream diary you talk about, you, you, you were talking... That can help. Okay. That can help you to break the language. It can give you the definition of what all these different things are, and it'll begin to help your consciousness to begin to speak the language at this level more. You know, I call dreams the unspoken language because it really is a language unto itself. Spiritual language is a language unto itself, and the mind doesn't go into the spirit, so it never hears it, it never participates with it, it never has to interpret it. And so now that you're bringing experience back from spirit, back into the level of mind, and the mind goes, what was that? What were you doing? Exactly. That doesn't make sense. Explain it to me. You know, well, up here, for you, it made sense. But when the mind starts getting involved, it doesn't make sense. But if you begin to write all these experiences down and begin to come up with interpretation for it and share with the mind, well, this is what this means and this is this, you know, what, what this is about, then the mind will again to speak the language and work with you. And then the mind starts looking upward more than downward to participate. So if the value, if we don't need to know what it means, what is the value of getting the mind on a level where it understands what's Well, there'll be experiences where you just will not be able to interpret it because it really relates to a level that doesn't have anything to do with this world. And so it's not important for you to understand it. As a matter of fact, it may be better that you didn't understand it so that you didn't go and monkey with it and somehow foul it up. Yeah, that's what it feels like a lot. Yeah, because we can. We really can. I've seen people get uh, information and they misinterpret it and they think it's all for other people and they go out in the world trying to give it to everybody and it's really about something inside of them but it's on another level. It's not about this one. But they misinterpret it and they give it all away. And then they lose everything that they gained in that experience. And then they've got to work really hard to get it back. So it's better just to say, okay, well, that's fine. And be grateful you had the experience, whatever it was. Even if you don't know who Fab, why Fabio was. <laughs> that's not the weirdest. That's just the one that comes to mind. Yeah. Right no, that's not that weird. I, I, yeah. You want to pass the mic up to Tucker? In front. <laughs> Thanks. Um, on the inner experiences, when their spirit is using your form, are you aware of that? A lot of times, but not all the time. If if I had to be aware of everything that the Holy Spirit was doing with everybody that I'm working with, I would I would probably go crazy <laughs> trying to keep track of it all. But if you come to me or call me about something spiritual and the Holy Spirit needs to, it'll bring it forward. If you say, oh, last night, and then the Holy Spirit will come in and go, okay, here's what we were doing. <laughs> and then I'll be able to relate and share with you what, was that, what that was about. So I don't know everything until the Holy Spirit brings it forward. But once in a while I do. Once in a while I have a very clear vision of it, and then I even might share it with you just to bring it to your consciousness. Thanks. Yeah. I would want to try to keep track. You know, I know I have 3,000 people that are going to be initiated. Well, that's a lot. 
But then beyond that, there are others that are going to be coming beyond that that aren't even marked for ILM. And uh, yet the Holy Spirit's going to bring them because their teacher isn't going to be able to fulfill or they're not going to find their teacher and they're going to be wandering. And so the Holy Spirit's going to draw them here to get initiated. You know, try to keep track of all that. You know, and that's why I'm having to go inside more to do more work because there's just so much more to do on the inner. And years ago, uh, when all this started happening with Brian and I and the, the ending of the, of the counseling ended, uh, they told me, uh, instead of doing one, now you can reach 25. For every one you used to be touching, now you can reach 25. And in a sense, they were saying, now go out and, and talk to the, the, the many, not to the one. I was spending all day long talking to five, seven, eight people. You know, now I can do it in group settings and touch a lot more people. Or I can write articles or books or whatever now and, and also touch a lot more people. Put out CDs and whatever and touch a lot more people. So that's the focus here. I'll share something else with you. That they were just sharing with me to clarify some things when we were meditating. So it was a good meditation. <laughs> um, and in order for me to talk about what I'm going to talk about, I'm going to share something that happened when I was five years old. When I was five years old, a teacher came to me one night. We went out of body and he took me to this place and he set me down and he had me put my hands out in front of me and, and he began to explain something to me. And he said, let's say that each one of your fingers represent five years. Well, I'm five, five years old. I mean, I didn't understand math at all. I could, I could add a little bit, but I couldn't do much more. But he said, so if each one is five years old, that would be five, that would be ten, that would be fifteen, that would be twenty, that would be twenty-five. He said, when you finish with this finger, when you're twenty-five years old, you might leave. And, and at that time, you can if you want to leave. You can go. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, well, you can die. You can leave your physical body and go back to spirit. Well, I was ready to go back then at five. <laughs> I had had enough of this world by five years old. <laughs> and so to me, that looked like, oh, my God, that's too far away. You know, I remember crying in the experience because I thought, oh, my God, that's so far away. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> But he told me, no, you have to wait that long. And then if you decide to stay, then he said, then there's these other five fingers over here, each representing five years. And he said, when you get to this finger over here, you'll be 50. And at that time, you're going to start doing a different work than you were doing before. And we'll explain that to you if you get to that place. Well, that's when I started moving towards the initiation process at the age of 49, 50. He said, then, if you go beyond that, you're going to have another whole set of five-year cycles. And, and I have these five-year cycles that I go through. And so he said, at the end of the first five years, which is 55, you will then start a whole new action. And so I, I always thought, well, I'll just finish here and I won't have to do that. I didn't want to do all the other. But I'm here. I'm at the. I'm. I'm towards uh, the end of the 55th year, going to 56 on May 2nd, 
And, um, and I am. I'm moving into a whole new, new phase of this process. It took five years to really bring together this whole energy of initiation, to solidify it, to organize it, to manifest it, to share it, and to begin to, to clarify. And now as we bring it into clarification, I've got some greater work to do on the inner and the outer levels than ever before. And so at the age of 56, as I'm moving into that, because this is my 56th year in a sense, I am now stepping forward into this new action. Now it's also interesting that there's another cycle. I go through these five-year cycles, but we all go through um, another cycle. And I'm not saying you have five-year cycles. I know I do. And you may look back and go, well, I've got three-year cycles, or I've got 11-year cycles, or whatever. And actually, we all go through different cycles. If you look at biorhythm, during the day, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, we go through cycles all day long. We also go through uh, the hourly cycles. We go through daily cycles, weekly cycles, monthly cycles, yearly cycles. And for some of us, we find that it's every three or four years that we move into new patterns. For others, it may be every 11 years. For me, it's every five. <laughs> but in general, on the level of evolution, there's a seven-year cycle that is very well defined. So from the age of zero to seven to 14 to 21, 28, what's the next one? 30, 35, 35 42, 49. 56. That's where I'm at. So it's interesting that I've got two cycles meeting together, both the five-year cycle and the seven-year cycle.